1: Hi, my my name my my name is Andy Craig Krav, Krav, Kravitz, and I am a reporter for the Peoria Jer- Journal Star. We are um, here today um, to talk about missing per-, per-, per persons in the city of P of Peoria. I have two I have two folks here, ma'am. You hey. are
2: hey, April Scott.
1: And uh, Michael Boland of Peoria Police Department
0: Criminal Investigations Division
1: All right, so we are um, we we are here, and if folks want to um, join in, they can try to send us co- comments and if we can f- learn how to get them, I'll try, but I don't know so uh, <laughs> We are here, and the first the first thing I would like to talk about is is that we're going to talk to Myth um, to to Myth God. Her 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 daughter Alexis has been mi- missing since last since last fall, and Mike um, Bo- Bolin here has has been we're working the uh, case. So we're going to start out talking a bit about a bit about that. Mike, could you maybe just sum up the case in a few minutes on, on, what, on what you know, please? Uh, sure, uh, essentially,
0: Alexis Scott uh, became a missing person uh, around the end of September of 2017. Um, she was last seen on Richmond Street. Uh, she had apparently been there at a party of some of her acquaintances. And at some point during the early morning hours, between, say, 5 a.m. and and 8 a.m. in the morning, uh, she disappeared. And we have tried to find out where she went and the circumstances around her disappearance ever since then.
1: Um, I I do know that there's been many theories and stuff like on that and I do and I do know that you guys are working the case you probably don't want to delve too much into some of the stuff that that you have found out but um, just on a gen, 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 general sense what do you what have you learned and what have and what have you ruled out certainly the Her disappearance is suspicious, and it's
0: troubling. Um, You know, she had a young child. Um, She had never really ran off before in these circumstances. Uh, Nobody wants to give us a real good account of where she went and how she became missing. Uh, The key people involved in it um, all have uh, um, poor backgrounds if you will, um, that lead us to think that it's more of a suspicious case than anything else. Uh, Generally, if someone purposely leaves, somebody has contact with them, a family member, a friend, a law
1: enforcement agency,
0: and in this case that hasn't happened.
1: She is um she is tw- twenty right? She is still twenty, or she, she, is she tw- twenty um, one now? Yeah, she just turned twenty one. She just turned tw- yeah, twenty one, and she's a young w- w- woman. And I believe that she has a, a son who is two, right? Yes. Okay, um, ma'am, and I and um. Just folks, this is very, this is very, very hard because this is re, 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 real. This is not fake. This is real, and this is her. um, This is her um, daughter. Um, You. Is there anything else, um, Miss Scott, that that you would like to add from what from what Mike said?
2: No, he's he's telling the truth. Could could you maybe heard from her?
1: what we don't know where she
2: is and we have not heard from her
1: and you know that's very you know strange because um, she was on so so social media mm-hmm. a bunch you know being 20 at at the time kids now live on their on, on their phones um could you maybe tell tell me a bit about your um a bit about your um, daughter
2: well she's a mom um was 20 at the time she um very happy child she went through some dark days prior to her coming up missing um i found out after she came up missing this time and i have no idea uh, why she would be gone now or why anybody would want to hurt her or take her away
1: as far as you know, one what are, of what are, what are the things that, my, that I' found in do, do do and read research on these type of stories is the hum, human toll, um, the stress, the, both by, both for cops who put in long, long days working cases, and for fam family members who are live, living through probably the worst thing you could ever live: live live through could you maybe one or both uh, of uh, you talk a bit about that stress and talk a bit about you know how this has affected you guys
0: well from the law enforcement side of it um, you know we try to empathize with the families as much as we can Um, we understand that it's very taxing on them and we put in as much effort as we can to try to locate the people Um, however you know we do get hindered sometimes by you know not being able to uh, put it this way we have to follow the rules we have to follow the Constitution we have to follow the laws we also have to maintain some level of impartiality we have to let the case take us where the case takes us based on the facts and circumstances that we develop during that investigation um, to give an example um, you know, we will get reports from people on social media and they will report to us that this happened, this happened, and they heard this and they heard this. And it's our job to go back and track that backwards. Um, We don't always like what we hear and that um, we may get information that a certain person did something. And so we want to track that person down, obviously, but we have to do it the right way, the proper way. Um, And there's a way about going about it as opposed to just rushing out grabbing this person putting him in handcuffs dragging him down the station and then trying to get them to confess to something because if we do that then that um, negates our ability to prosecute a case and we lose evidence we lose confessions and it really doesn't help in the criminal justice system at all if we do that Um, there's a lot of outrage in the world today about wrongful convictions and putting words in people's mouths and essentially coercing people into confessions. Well, we want to guard against that. So we let the case take us where the case takes us, and we follow up on all the leads that we can follow up on, and we run it out till the end. And if we're able to secure a conviction out of that process, that's probably the best outcome. In this case, um, we certainly want to find Alexis. And we certainly want to bring April and her family some peace, you know. Um, but it's hard for us to we, we just have to keep that that barrier. We we empathize with the family, like I said, we understand we we 're not in their shoes, but we understand what they 're talking about and where they 're going, and we want to help them as much as we can. We just want to do it the right way
1: you know it's you uh, men mentioned that you want to maintain that barrier, but at the same time i 've seen you go on some of the search searches that have been on the faith on the face, on the Facebook page, and we shall men, and we shall talk about that a bit late later and i 've seen you go to various things I know that I think with Matt rod rogers i think went to a thing last week for her for her burn birthday um i un- i understand that you but it's still i get that you have to maintain that 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 wall but does doesn't there become a time when it does become a difficult thing where you i mean you get to sort of know a per- person you're you're right
0: about that um we're trying to stay involved in it as much as we can uh, because we, we're only as good as the information that we re, we receive. And the information that we've read from, from April, her family and friends and the people on the Alexa Scott Camry page, uh, Facebook page, um, it's been invaluable to us because we wouldn't have gotten that information otherwise. I mean, there are some people out there that are putting in significant time on their own searching social media sites facebook um i don't know whatever else social media there is out there and they were <laughs> i mean they're they're, they're, they're yeah I, i'm not in, I, i'm not in that group of uh people but um but they have really brought us a lot of information and a lot of good leads and i mean i think if if i could uh make an arrest based on information on that um i, I think we're in the right direction with the information that we get from those people Unfortunately, the information has to have some kind of substance to it. There has to be some kind of proof behind it. And you know, um, I'm telling you, in this case, I found out that there's a lot of bad folks in this city. And um, you know, obviously, I can't name names, and I'm not going to. But there are some bad people out here, and uh, and I think that uh, Alexis got caught up in being around the bad in the wrong time and being in the wrong place um i certainly hope that you know we're wrong about what's going on here
1: and i certainly hope that
0: she's out there alive and well somewhere
1: and she and she could be there there is no evidence whatsoever there is that
0: um it's just one of those things from an investigative point of view the longer the time goes out and, you know, when you look back, you know, one of the things that you do in the initial phase of any investigation, homicide, missing person, whatever, you're investigating the person that's missing or, or hurt or killed. Uh, you have to start there because that's your starting point. Uh, then once you find out who their friends, family, and all this stuff is, their enemies, then you can branch out from there. Um, and uh, you're right that there isn't any solid evidence to support one way or the other. We hope that she's alive and well somewhere. Um, I'm skeptical only because I think that she has enough sense and has enough street savvy that she would be able to reach out to us if if she was out there somewhere.
1: You know that's not, ma'am, what any mother wants to to hear. And I'm I'm, I'm I am struck, and it's and it's not a bad thing. I'm just struck at how clean, clinical mike can can talk about this he's basically saying the worst but he doesn't mean a, a, anything bad bad by it. it's just his job how are how are you holding 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 hold, holding up through all this i do know i believe that you are helping to care for and raise her 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 son right yes Um, how are you holding up and what are you doing, ma'am, to try to cope with this? And I I ask that because a missing person's case affects not just the person who is missing, but everybody else. It's one of those crimes that branches out into a broad view. So the question is, how are um, you holding up?
2: Well, to answer that, um, I've heard all the theories. They get worse every one I hear. Some are good, some are bad, but most of them are bad. And I don't accept them. Um, And um, the way I'm able to keep going is I don't dwell on it. I don't dwell on the negative possibilities. Uh, I'm I'm very much aware that there could be, you know, that she's no longer here. But I don't accept it because in order to accept it, then I couldn't move. I would be paralyzed Um, in my everyday efforts to take care of myself and my family and do things I need to do to maintain a normal life. um, I'm very disappointed um, that those who are possibly involved or know what happened Have gone so long for so many years without being reprimanded I feel like if these people were not around during the time that she was growing up and they had been taken care of years ago um, the problems that they have caused in the community and the things that they have done and been involved in had been addressed a long time ago she couldn't run into them she wouldn't have been there because they wouldn't have been there. And sometimes we look the other way and we wait for the bigger thing and the bigger thing that they do or for the big um, takedown of people and sometimes if you can get them before that happens you save a lot of people along the way. Um, Working with children and adults I find that the sooner you address the problem, the more likelihood you have of solving an issue before it becomes an issue. And that's where we are today. Um, as far as my family is concerned, I tell our son that mommy's gone, she'll be back. I tell my son the same thing. I tell my relatives the same thing. Um, and I need a positive support system around me. And that's what I have. And anything other than that, I don't include in my son.
1: I, I am. I am going to talk to Mike about how you start start this. You brief brief briefly touched on it, but as far as you, wh- what efforts have you taken on your own? I know, and we had men- mentioned a faith face, a Facebook page. If you do a search, it's of um, the Alexis Cam Cam Marie Scott. Cam Pain is one of them. I believe that there are others out there, but that is it. But that is the hard main way. one. Yeah, it's hard. Um, and there's others out others out there, and there's posts on there every day. So if you care about this case, please find that page, click the button to search it or to do whatever, and um, and if you happen to um, know stuff. You know try to reach folks um but what have you done ma'am on your own without the police to try to do a search because i because i know that you yourself have done a lot of things
2: well i dig into what happened dig into um her friends i really a lot of her friends i didn't know um basically because she had grown up, you know, and they keep a lot of things from you as they grow up. So um, I did a lot of, I have done and am doing a lot of research on her friends, what kind of lifestyles they (coughs) live, um, places they go, um, and just to determine, you know, why this would have happened um it takes a lot of research um a lot of it is internet research a lot of it is just talking to people to find out you know what kind of lifestyle she had what kind of lifestyle did her friends have places they went um how often and connecting with other people on social media um who have outlets to other social media outlets to get the word out
1: so Mike, why don't you start it? And I'm, we are going. We are going to switch gears back to Mike. Um, I'd like to ask, how does one start a case like that? You kind of briefly touched on it. You start looking at the person. Could you maybe go into that? Because more than I mean, this is. I mean, this is the worst of the of the worst. It's almost you could make a case worse than murder because you just don't know. With it, I mean, as bad as murder is, and it's all awful. Um, at least you know some something happened. You know what happened here. We don't. We don't know. So why don't you walk me through, you know, brief, briefly, how one, how a police off off officer would go through this? Well, essentially, it would start with the complaint. Uh,
0: generally, somebody will call the police department, request an officer, and want to make a missing persons report. The officer will arrive there and, and ask, okay, who's missing? Uh, how long have they been missing? Where were they last seen at? Um, what makes you think that their disappearance is suspicious? Um, and, and a lot of times you'll hear you know the constant themes of, uh, well, they've been despondent. Uh, they've been on medication for severe depression. Uh, things like that, kind of like they're they're missing because they wanted to wander off somewhere. And obviously, that in that circumstance, you would start to think, well, they walked off somewhere. They're trying to commit suicide or something like that. Um, in another case, uh, they may say, I don't know why they left. I just haven't seen them in three or four days, and they didn't show up to work Monday. And so we're wondering where they're at. Uh, But generally what the officer will do is take down the vital information, the person's name, their address, their birthday, height and weight, what they were last seen wearing, um, where they work at, if you know, where do they bank at, uh, what kind of car they drive, uh, have they had any fights with anybody recently, is there any family troubles that you know of. Are there any kids that are abandoned uh, as a result of this? And so the officer, once he gets that initial information, can kind of make an assessment as to what kind of uh, missing person that they have. Is this somebody that's endangered? Is it somebody that just wants to be left alone for a while? Is it somebody that may be suicidal? Um, And at that point, they will start to go back and try to look for these persons, either by going to their house, their job, contacting their friends, so on and so forth. Um, At the patrol level, once they exhaust all of the information that they have at hand, then they'll refer to the Criminal Investigation Division.
1: Which is? um,
0: The detective bureau. Okay. Basically.
1: Um,
0: Once it's assigned to a detective, a detective will review it. Uh, They will pick up where the uh, patrol officer left off. Um, They'll start going back and researching that person, like I already stated. They'll go back into their history, find out you know, is there any kind of criteria in their background that might put them at risk for something? Um, is there a history, just say, for instance, do they have a boyfriend in Indiana, and they just decide to go spend the weekend with their boyfriend in Indiana and didn't tell anybody, um, but they do that background search. Um, beyond that, they start looking at bank records. Are they withdrawing money from anywhere? Uh, have they applied for credit anywhere? Um Have they gotten a new driver's license recently? Have they applied for a loan of some sort? Um, When all of those things come up negative, uh, then we kind of come to a a dead end. But in in either case, uh, we enter them into the LEEDS system and the NCIC system.
1: And And what is LEEDS and what is NCIC?
0: LEEDS is the local Illinois Uh, law enforcement uh, application data system and when we enter somebody into that then any law enforcement agency that runs that person's name or social security number or any of the factors that are listed in that (coughs) initial report that will trigger a response um, they'll get a a hit back and it'll say you know missing person andy kravitz missing from pure illinois case number one two three four same thing with NCIC, which is the National Crime Information Center. And the NCIC automatically shifts to people. If it's a juvenile, for for instance, a, a missing or exploited kid, it will automatically go to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Kids, and it will go to their database. And it will also be in, in our terminal, so that if a police officer anywhere in the country runs that person, Same criteria comes back. It'll say missing person, missing from this location, this date, this time. Um, If you were to intercept a person under those circumstances, then the officer would take a look at that and ask them, Andy uh, says here that you're missing from Peoria, Illinois. Um, Are you okay? Is there anything wrong with you? Do you need any medication? Have you need, you know, whatever the circumstances are. And you'll give a response, and the officer will make a judgment whether you're sane, healthy, and taken care of. And if that's the case, then you have the opportunity as an adult to say, look, I'm not missing. I just don't want to go back to Peoria. And so I started over here in Colorado, and that's it. I'm not, I'm not going back to Peoria. Um, or you say, well, yeah, I am missing. And, you know, so we would find them shelter and get them relocated back to where wherever they came from. So what is this name nameth? Uh, NamUs is another database similar to the Missing and Exploited Child uh, database. Uh, The difference is that NamUs is more of a voluntary thing, that anybody in the community can get onto NamUs and search for missing persons and add information into that database. Uh, It isn't automatically linked like it is with the child uh, one, the missing or exploited children. Um, And essentially, friends family whoever can get on there add information they can add detailed notes they can add information about you know who they may be associated with or friends that they have Um, and it's a pretty good tool specifically for families and even law enforcement because you get a chance to look Um, but other than that it's that's what it is it's a voluntary
1: database for missing persons um, and and folks, you can you can reach that. It is spelled N A M U S, and it's a gov- government men- mental website. There is a bill pending right now in the state sen- 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 Senate to ma- that would make um, a nameless um, um, having an officer add a name to that. At- to that database it would make it a re a requirement after 30 days but that's still pending right now um you you are hearing all this stuff i mean have you he said that 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 this was more for the fail for the families have you used it have you seen it have you helped to upload it um, all I did
2: was call my inf- or type my information in on their website, and I haven't added or taken anything away from it.
1: Because I, I was on it, it, and there's a bunch of pho- photos of her, mm-hmm. and it basically tells a synopsis of it. Um, you know, there there is talk about trying to put more of these things together um, so that they could use everybody's. Eyes and and ears to help find folks. I, it almost seems like it is a no brain brainer that that's a that is a good thing, right? On the other hand, it is a vol- voluntary thing. Should it, should name na- name, name this, You think be a man a mandatory thing? <coughs> I think if there's
0: criteria that indicates there's some kind of foul play afoot. That it should be mandatory, but I don't think if you can prove that, that you probably ought to put that in there. And the reason I say that is is because as adults and, and pre- people in the free world, sometimes people just want to be left alone. Sometimes they just are tired of one way of living and they turn over a new leaf and want to go another direction. And you take away some of their anonymity and their, so to speak, free rights, their rights as a free person, uh, when you put them in a database, because now everybody's got their information, everybody knows that they're missing, and they may not want to be found. Um, but I think that's in, in fewer cases than than the other ones. I think most of the missing persons that are in that situation are found or recovered or relocated relatively quickly.
1: You, you, um, Mike, had men, men, mentioned that... Many of the mi- missing per- per- persons cases start out with a um, kid who um, runs off um, a, a young minor, someone who is off their, off their meds and wa- wand- wanders off. Is that the vast number of missing persons cases within, within, within the a- a- area? And if so, how quickly are, 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 are those closed out?
0: Well, there again, it comes down to what the initial officer develops at the time. Um, Sometimes when you're speaking about kids running away, it's usually runaways. It's usually, you know, kid was supposed to be home at 4.30, it's 5, he isn't home. I think he's a runaway or I want to report him missing. And then he'll show up at 6.30 late for dinner and gets in trouble, and they call the police and say a child came back home. Um, Generally speaking... um, that's the case in the majority of cases we have once the report goes out the officer will do a report um, they'll put out messages through leads and NCIC and in our local which we call signal 49's which is a broadcast to all the officers on duty at the time and uh, usually that person's found relatively quickly within a few hours and the reports closed and and over with uh, the ones that like I said are troubling are the ones that go beyond a couple days um we experience a lot of times where you know Friday night the wife hasn't showed up she'd been out drinking with her friends Saturday came she's not home Sunday evening she shows up you know so she's been gone a couple of days um but like in Alexis's case after a few days out that's when we start really starting to get concerned and that's when we try to turn up the investigation a little bit more try to get more people involved in it uh, start reaching out more doing the bank records and that type of stuff uh, because it seems to us that once they get past that two or three day mark then something is wrong and so it's urgent that we find those
1: people and uh, you and you guys have been to fields in fulton fulton county county if I remember right, there was search searching there. Folks on the, face, on the Facebook page have been out searching for weeks, days. I mean, they put in a tremendous amount of, uh, of uh, time. Yeah, as, uh, a, as a police department, I'd really
0: like to commend the, those people for doing that because we don't have the manpower, or the resources to do it. And these people are all volunteering their time, and they're all concerned citizens for the most part. Some are friends and family, but a lot of them are just concerned citizens. They come out, volunteer their time, and they've covered a lot of ground. They've covered more ground than the police department ever would have covered. Uh, if we had had to do it every day, we we still wouldn't have covered as much ground as they've covered.
1: Um, and that's and that is just a great thing. And that leads me into one of the things I want to talk about: so so social me- me- media, you know. Um, there's all these div diff different things now. Much like, um, much like um, you, Mike. I don't know all the things. There's like Twitter. There's Face Facebook, but there's also like Reddit. I think WhatsApp. I don't know. I mean, Adam here is the god at that stuff. I don't know nothing, but I don't. But um, so social media is both a bane. And 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 a boon, um, Bane in the sense that people can't get on there, and type whatever the heck they um, they want. It could lead you off on a wild goose goose chase, or it could be a um hurt a hurtful thing. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, as you said, it's brought out folks to co- co- cover ground the search has brought up leads and has put the name and the face of Alexis Scott in front of more folks than could have e- ever been seen talk why don't you talk to me a bit about so- so- social media first from your point of view as a mo- mother and then from, um, from from your point of view as, as a, a as a cop Ma'am?
2: Well, for
1: adults,
2: <clears throat> I think it's a wonderful thing. You know, adults who know how to communicate and share information. Um, for children, not so much. Um, there's bullying. There's sharing of information that probably shouldn't be shared that should probably remain in their homes. Um, everything that we do, it uh, seems like we create that's for the positive, for the good, it always has a downside to it. Um, in this situation for me it's good that social media is around because I would never be able to reach as many people as I've been able to reach or share as much information (coughs) for children unfortunately it's not the best place to be Um, a lot of bad things are happening on social media and there's no way to rein it in at this point Of course, Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and Tumblr all have age guidelines uh, for what's what's acceptable and the age appropriate to be on there. We all know those are not being followed. Um, In that case, I think a tighter reign needs to be uh, done by those who uh, offer the sites. But that probably won't happen, but that is a problem
1: you um mentioned ma'am in in this case um the disappearance of your da- daughter that it's been good that you've been able to reach more folks this um facebook page this group is is um huge there's a lot of folks in it i mean we're talking about hundreds hundreds, hundreds of folks that have signed on to it um i've I I'm part, part of that group because I'm do doing stories and I follow some of the um mass messages. <coughs> Who have you been I mean, has what has this group been able to give you? Wow.
2: Um a lot. And I know that's that's big. Um they've been able to tell me um basically well, answer questions basically. Basically, that I have, I have a lot of members who um, are either been through the situation in some way or another, um, connections or connected with uh, those possibly involved in the case. Um, a lot of storylines, a lot of uh, information that I would never have been able to get—not from the police department, not from lawyers out here in Peoria. Um, they can show me a side of this investigation that i probably wouldn't be able to see otherwise
1: um could you give a bit of of a hint about what you're talk, talking about i mean you don't have to go into ev- Just everything insight
2: into the type of people that um, either i work with or that my daughter was associated with or people that i thought i knew probably not as well as you know they do i'm not from the area so um, a lot of it i wouldn't know i didn't grow up here and whereas a lot of people are from this area they grew up here they went to school with um each other and and know the community a lot better than i do i
0: see mike um from our end the social media has been overwhelmingly positive and the reason i say that is is because you know we've put out uh crime stoppers and and crime stoppers has been kind enough to offer up a extended or more of a reward for information Mm -hmm. but to be honest with you i think we've garnered a lot more information from the social media site and using dusty moultrie or even sarah martin as mouthpieces because um, people feel comfortable talking to them versus talking to the police and they'll share information with them that i
1: don't think they would share with us and uh, I just want to stop right there. Those two folks you uh, meant, mentioned run the faith face, the Facebook groups. Correct. Okay. So, you know, you mentioned that it you've been able to reach more folks, but we also know that there's a lot of quote fake news, which I'm not a big fan of talk talking about, but. Um, <laughs> Has the Facebook group led you down rabbit, rabbit holes that while you know this probably isn't true, you still have to follow it? Yeah, we follow up on all
0: leads. Um, I don't think that we've really garnered any information that was so far-fetched that it wasn't worthwhile. Um, I think that at the end of the road, sometimes it leads to a lot of skepticism about what happened. Um But there again, we have to prove that stuff. And if we can prove it, we can prove it. If we can't, you know, we have to use it for what it is. But uh, going back to Sarah and Dusty, uh, they're able to reach out to people on their own through this. I mean, there's, like you said, there's tons of people on this website. And maybe they're not really familiar with what exactly happened at that particular point in time when uh, she went missing. But they do know the people that are involved in it, and they may say, hey, I heard this person talking to that person about this, that, and this happening. And even though that information on its face may not be of value that we can use to prosecute the case with, it may give us some direction to go as far as investigation goes. Because at the end of the day, we have to figure out what happened, and at some point we're going to be talking to people more in depth and it's better for us to have a pretty good idea of what happened before we go to talk to them people because they know what happened and they'll know if we're bluffing or not. And we don't want to be the ones bluffing. We want to have a couple of aces in our hand uh,
1: to use as leverage during that time. I do know that there's a lot of um, tests that are still that are still being pro- processed on this case. Um, there was some ev- ev- evidence found at that field. The tests are are not back yet, right? Correct. They're still. Why does it take so um, long? That that is some something that may, many of us who watch CSI. Don't seem to get. On C C C S I. they have a very, very nice office. It has great, great mood um, mood um, lighting. The people have staffs bigger than most towns, and they manage to get stuff done in tw- 25 minutes. And you guys don't have that. Right. Why? <laughs> well, I
0: ultimately the the protocols lie with the state police and their crime scene uh, forensic labs Um, but generally speaking it comes down to priorities um they have to push the cases forward where people are in custody they have to push forward cases that involve sexual assaults they have to push forward some of those cases that are uh politically charged if you will for whatever reason and so each time those are constantly coming in. So each time a new case comes in, it pushes one down, and then maybe you go up a couple cases, and then you get pushed down a case. So it, it is a process, and it takes a takes a while for it to come through. Um, other than that, I really don't know too much about their entire setup and process and how long it
1: takes. As far as you, ma'am, it's got it's got to be. Upsetting to hear what what he just said. I mean, I, I get, and and uh, and while I know that CSI isn't um real, it still is an amazing thing that you have to wait eight months, nine months for a DNA, for a DNA test. I, I used to work in labs 25 years back, and I would do DNA work, and we could do it in two or three days. It wasn't the exact same, same thing, but it was close. Um, how does that make you feel?
2: Well, probably 25 years ago, the population wasn't probably so big as it is right now in Peoria County, but you know, that makes a difference too, and crime has increased since that time. Um, it's, it's disheartening, um, especially when you can go in and get a blood test to determine uh, parental parenthood of, of child in less time and it's quicker turnaround, you know, but they have a lab right there on site, so I don't know if that makes a difference or not. Um, it makes a difference because if we are spending a lot of time, and nothing's there, you know, to indicate that something did happen to her, then we have wasted, you know, time. And that's what we don't want to do. And that's why we're still searching because we don't know that there's anything in that information, you know. And we don't know that there is. But in the meantime, we have to keep searching as if she is still here um, because of the time frame. Now, if we had, like, proof that this, you know, this is um, – the homicide then you know things would change the, the, t- the way we search the information we look for but since we don't have that we have to keep searching as if she's still here so while there's searches on the ground for her there's also people out in the states here not just uh, Peoria but throughout the United States here in the 50 states that are looking for her you know um, there are people out looking different areas and I won't say um, that she would possibly be So, we're not technically waiting on the DNA test to come back. Um, You know, it's good that they have samples. um, But is that just the end of of the search? No, because as long as I believe she's here, I'm going to keep searching the places I think that she may have been taken to, moved to, (coughs) or gone to, I don't know, situations. So, I can't say, but... I have to keep searching. That includes where she was prior to, the places she's been over the last two years, those counties, those cities. That's where I'm
1: focused. All right. Well, I think that we are going to wrap to wrap this up. Thank you both very much. Are are there any f- final thoughts, Mike, if someone happens to have a tip?
0: Yeah, they could call Crime Stoppers at 673-9000, or you could call the police department at 673-4521 and give that information to them obviously the Alexis scott camry campaign facebook page is a is a source as well Um, they can send tips into that and they will certainly get forwarded off back to me (laughs) Um, so but you know we would encourage anybody with information or in reference to this case to send it forward to us because you know sometimes we've heard the same thing over and over and over but i would rather have that than nothing and and up to this date, we have still getting information in that we might have known about, didn't have specifics on. So any information that people think they have is important. Yes. Yeah.
2: I agree.
1: And, and anything that, that you would like to add?
2: Well, thank you for having me on, and thank I you th- for inviting Bowen. I
1: appreciate it. I thank, it. Both, of, I thank both, both of you guys. Well, well, um, well um, folks, thanks. Thanks very, very much. And um, that is it. Thanks.